Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker. We go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and uh, Mike Claiborne from the Cardinal Broadcasts on the Cardinal Radio Network. And, of course, ClavesOnline.com joins us. Claves, good to have you with us. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm hoping that we can uh, have some good baseballs. It sounds like the weather's going to be pretty good today. Tomorrow's a different story, but I'll take it one day at a time. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Claves, we are four weeks since spring training started, so teams are still trying to find their way, I would imagine. Does the, the your flag day adage change in 2022 because of the yes. late start? I don't yes. really know what, that we're going to see what a team is maybe until the 4th of July. Well, that is the date we're circled. Okay, good. We've circled the 4th of July as the uh, the official flag day for this year and this year only. Uh, for and those who don't know what this means, that, that's when the official season starts for me because by then you know what you have. You know you've had hot streaks, you've had cold streaks, you played in good weather and bad weather, you've had surprises uh, with your ball club, and you've had some disappointments. You, you're trying to figure out what do you need next in order to be better than what you were before Flag Day. And June 14th was always a day that you really had a real good barometer on what you had. But because of the late start, we're going to move that back to July 4th because by then we really should know what we have. Okay, well, given all that, Claves, give me some of your hot takes, some of your observations from a very small sample size of opening weekend. <laughs> well, you know, obviously it's hard to get Arnado out right now. And that's something that I was really happy to see. Uh, I, I think the real surprise, or not really even a surprise, Michelle, is the fact that Dylan Carlson has gotten off to a good start in the leadoff position. And I know if you're a Cardinal fan, you think of Brock or Coleman or someone who can get on base and steal a base as a leadoff person. Uh, Carlson is probably not going to steal as many bases, but on base hits and moving runners along, he'll still be able to go in a lot of cases from first to third. Uh, He's a very good base runner. So I I really feel like in his case, in the way he's got a better understanding of the strike zone, we're going to see some special things out of him. And he's a guy in that position because of – Bader and Edmund hitting at the bottom of the order with their speed. This guy may end up with 80 RBIs as a leadoff guy. Clips, do you think we're under, we were underestimating the offense as a whole when we would talk about the strengths that, for, that we thought the Cardinals would have? We would mention the offense, but it seems like every player or coach that you speak to within the team, they're really bullish on what this offense could be. Well, I really look at it this way. Um, there's some people who made some adjustments in the offseason. Arnado, one of them. Paul DeYoung is another. And, and a lot of these guys are taking it upon themselves to make some legitimate adjustments after, I think, sometimes being overmatched last year. Um, but, again, I, I really feel like we've got to give this a little bit more time. No disrespect to the Pittsburgh Pirates, but I, it's safe to say that the Pirates are a team that's still in a rebuilding mode and their young pitching 
uh, makes mistakes that some good teams who have good pitching don't make. So we're going to probably have a better idea once we get into Milwaukee and and some other teams with some good pitchers. Uh, Miami will have will be an interesting test if we have a chance to see Alcantara because this guy is as good as anybody in the game right now. Klaibs, it was great to have a guy like Skip Schumacher take over for Ollie Marmol when Ollie couldn't go over the weekend when, when he had the flu. Skip Schumacher is such a great baseball man. As you know, you've talked to him a lot, as have I. A thoughtful baseball guy, and he's going to be a major league manager. So to have him available to step in on Saturday and Sunday was really big for the Cardinals. No, it was, Randy. And one of the things about this Cardinal team is when you think about guys with manager experience, and granted, it may be on a minor league level, but when you think about Skip, Stubby Clapp, Pop Warner have all done it, mm-hmm. and they're familiar with a lot of these players. And I think that gives the Cardinals a real plus when it comes to strategy and guys who've seen things that maybe somebody else hasn't. Uh, it's a real advantage for them at this point, and I'm sure that there are a lot of teams that would cover the experience the Cardinals have on their bench when it comes to managing and coaching. Claves, I want to switch gears just a second. Uh, I'm sure we'll circle back to baseball, but we've been talking a lot about the Blues today because the Blues and Bruins tonight were revisiting that 2019 championship. I don't know if I've ever talked to you about where you were or what your experience was like for Game 7 when the Blues finally won the Cup. Can you tell us what it was? Um, yeah, I remember we were... Um, you know, it was game seven, and I, I, I wanted to go, but there were a couple of people who I would I thought they should have an experience and check it out. So I stayed back and manned the uh, the uh, controls at X as far as the postgame was concerned. And I always remember that I, I cried like a baby to the point where I was dehydrated. Really? <laughs> because I didn't think I was ever going to see it. You know, I, I've been watching them all my life and never thought it was ever going to happen. And when it did, you know, I was just overcome. Uh, Tom Ackerman was there with me, and I mean, we needed a beach towel just to wipe up the tears. I mean, that's that's how bad it was, or how good it was for me, and uh, I'll never forget it. And, and I'll tell you, Michelle, bringing this up, I remember when the run started. Blues were in Florida, and, and uh, Kelly Chase was out. He was doing something. He wasn't available. So Chris Kerber, myself, and Joey did the game. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was Curbs, Curbs and Joey and. Curbs invited me to be part of the broadcast, and they were terrible in the first period. Vince Dunn had a couple of turnovers, and uh, it was not going well that night. And eventually Vince Dunn came back, I believe, to get the winning goal. But from that point on, the, the Blues turned their season around because they won in Florida. Then they went into Tampa and won there, and then they got on that roll. And it was it was uh, an incredible season I won't ever forget. Claves, we know there's some exciting things happening at Claves Online. Tell us about your newest venture on Claves Online. Well, we have a couple of them. Uh, the first one, uh, which will start in May, we're going to have a podcast with Joe West. It's going to be called 5460. That's the amount of games he, he umpired. And uh, we've already started working on it. And I'm looking forward to talking to Joe. We've got some real interesting guests that we have lined up. And uh, just hearing the stories of a guy who's had more games in baseball as an umpire than anyone, he's seen a lot and he's done a lot. And he's got some interesting opinions uh, about, you know, the game, its direction and, and things that he's seen. But, you know, when you sit out with him and you say to yourself, man, this guy knows everybody. I mean, whether it, whether they're athletes or entertainers, I mean, he is a fun guy to talk with and we're going to share some great stories with him. 
And also Katie Wu is going to join us from The Athletic, and we're going to have her on on a weekly basis just to talk about what's going on, certainly with the Cardinals, but around Major League Baseball. That's fantastic. Looking forward to that. And you won't find, first of all, anybody more tied into the Cardinals than Katie Wu. Uh, a little story about her in a moment. And more entertaining than Joe West. Claves, Michelle and I were in the clubhouse on opening day, and Katie walks in, and we didn't really appreciate this. She, she says, this is the first time I've ever been in this clubhouse. Isn't that amazing that she was able to yeah. develop as many relationships and get as many scoops with that team as she has without ever having walked into the clubhouse because of COVID? Well, you know, and let's take it one step further. This was the first spring training she'd ever been to with the Cardinals. If you remember last year, she took the job right before, right as the season started. Mm-hmm. So she didn't even know where to go in, in Jupiter. So she has really put in a lot of work, and I'm looking forward to having her be part of what we do. And by the way, we have lunch with Joe and Claves today. It'll be our 900th uh, posting of, of an event on ClavesOnline.com in, in just a little over two years. All so right. we, we have content galore. So we invite everybody to check us out. And certainly when Joe West and Kay will come online, uh, it'll be even more fun. It's always great. And we'll hear you on the pregame and the postgame tonight as the Cardinals take on Mike Matheny's Kansas City Royals. Claves, always good to talk to you. You guys have a great week. We'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. That is Mike Claiborne, one of our all-time favorites, a Missouri Sports Hall of Famer on 101 ESPN. Yeah, be sure to check out all the great content at Claves Online. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.